The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Today on Crawl Call, Emmy winner Michelle Stafford is back, and boy, oh boy, have things changed since her last appearance on the show. We'll talk to Michelle about becoming a mom for the second time, her new line of skin and body care products, and of course, her work on General Hospital. Will Nina ever put out a publication of Crimson without a problem? Well, we'll find out today on Crawl Call. Everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Kroll Call. I'm your host, Dan Kroll. I have come down from the tree and come inside for this week's show. I'm happy to be here. I'm very happy to have you guys tuning in. We were away for a couple of weeks, had some time off to, you know, celebrate a birthday and other uh, all sorts of nonsense. And for those of you who follow my saga of my homeowners association in Philadelphia, Well, I have one more meeting left, so there will be all sorts of shenanigans, I'm sure, at the last meeting. You can follow along with me on Twitter, at Dan J. Kroll. It's been a a very interesting eight years of that. We'll talk more about that coming up because I have a story about that for my guest this week. I also want to mention, you know, it's sort of weird. I'm sitting here in the studio, and it's light out. It is 6 o'clock. It is light. It is our first show since the clocks changed forward. For spite, I turned mine back, so I'm all sorts of confused. But I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying that spring will be here on Sunday, but I'm not enjoying the fact that we are (laughs) expecting snow here in my neck of the woods this Sunday. And depending upon who you ask, it could be anywhere from one inch to a foot of snow. I'm hoping for none, but as is usually the case, Mother Nature does what Mother Nature wants to do. So there may be some pictures of Coral Manor in the snow coming up again. Not really thrilled about that. Uh, And for those of you, since I mentioned the house, go to my Instagram. It's Dan J. Kroll. I posted a photo of a bug that was outside. I don't know what it is. I don't know if I need to flee from it. I kind of think that I do. I think it looks like a wasp. Go and look and see if you can tell me what the bug is. This is sort of a a self-serving question, but I want to know what the bug is. So head on over there. If you know what it is, text me, message me, email me, do something because uh, I'm not going outside until I find out what this is bug is. And it's a good thing, though, because I'm inside. My guest this week is a busy, busy woman, probably too busy to identify bugs. But you know what? We'll find out. In addition to appearing weekdays as Nina Clay on ABC's General Hospital, she also recently launched her own line of skin and body care products. She's had a film that's premiered earlier this year somewhere out west, I think in, in Uh, Arizona. And oh yeah, I forgot to mention she's a new mom for the second time. Somehow in between doing all of that stuff, she has found some time to hang out with me here on today's Cruel Call. She is Michelle Stafford. Michelle, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Dan. 
I am so happy to have you here. It's been nine months since you were last on the show. It doesn't feel like that, but it's been nine months. Where have you been? What have you been hiding? Uh, almost a year. That's wild. It is. That's it's it's kind of crazy. So, I mean, you have had a whole lot of things that have been going on in your world in the last nine months. It's been sort of like a whirlwind to follow along. It's wild. I know. It's been, like, it doesn't seem like a lot to me. But um, when you when you uh, when you say it, it seems like a lot. <laughs> I mean, in in the course of a, a small span of time, big stuff, you know, business stuff, mommy stuff, uh, you know, there's soap stuff, a whole lot to talk about in the course of an hour. Yeah, I know. I mean, tell, ask me what you will. Ask me All what right. you will. We'll start off with something that uh, had me screaming at the TV earlier. We're in the midst of March Madness. You know, everybody's filling out their brackets and, and yeah. even people who don't watch sports. Do you do the brackets, Michelle? Do you I follow don't. along? No. I, no. It's, you know, I really love sports, but it's one thing that I just don't do. I've never really understood how to do it. No one's really taught me. And so I've just never gotten into it. I'm... I, I don't know. I, maybe I need to watch it more, but I've never been a huge fan of college basketball. And, um, yeah, you know, it's just like hockey's enough for me, hockey and football and baseball. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to, uh, to take on another sport. You know, you know what, though? I'm a hockey fan. Anyone who knows me knows I'm a hockey fan. You would probably be the one to win like that million dollar bracket thing. Since you say you don't know really how to follow along or what to do with oh, yeah, it, exactly. you would probably right. be the one. All right. So maybe you need to fill that out. I have to ask, I was, I don't know if it was on Twitter, if it was on Instagram, I think it was Twitter. You wanted to know, why does the cheese stand alone? I am pretty yeah, sure I do. you're I, I really reading. need to, I, yeah, I do. I need to know why the cheese stands alone. Did you get any yeah. answers? Uh, have people I weighed you, in? I actually, <laughs> I actually did get a lot of answers. And and one of the answers, which I thought was like particularly funny, was from Sargento Cheese Company. And, uh, yeah, they gave, me, they gave me an answer with um, a picture of some tr- string cheese, which, of course, is a big hit in our house, string cheese. But, um, yeah, lots of, lots of people answered why the cheese stood alone. I mean, I'm like, who's going to take the cheese? Is the cheese just going to stay there? I mean, everybody took something. The farmer took his wife. And I don't know, would the wife take the cow or the dog? You know, like everybody took something and, and the cheese is just there. I guess because it's not inhabited by, with any life force. I would think, though, that there would be a mouse somewhere who would want to take the cheese home and, you know, eat it. Just my yeah, thought. you'd think, you'd think, you'd think. I don't know. <laughs> I, I know where I'm at in my life these, that, that these are my questions now. These are my questions. And now, I, I thought I was done with uh, the baby channels on TV and the baby shows. I thought I was done with Caillou. And mothers out there will know exactly what I'm talking about when I say Caillou. I thought I was done with all of it. And, oh, for God's sake, I'm not. Here it is one more time. <laughs> Were you, so I, I'm guessing that this was, I, I mean, as much as it can be, was this, this a, a burning desire? I mean, you went through it once. You have a mom. You're a mom. You have it a daughter. You're Italian. You know, 
my first, my daughter was a burning desire, definitely. Um, you know, because it was so hard too, and there was a little bit of, wait a second, I keep on having obstacles. There's no way that this can be, and I, I was trying to get over all the obstacles. Um, I had, without getting into anything too scientific or weird, um, I had frozen embryos, cryogenically frozen embryos, from when I tried to have um, Natalia, right? So they were kind of there, and I thought, well, now is the time to see, you know, to try to see if this works, and if it works, great. If it doesn't, it doesn't, and, um, and it did work, so... So I love, I, I, as, you know, I love having, I love children. I don't love, I don't love all children. You know, I'm not going to lie. Not, not all children are. (laughs) (laughs) At all. You are so true. Right. I mean, I'm not that person, you know, but I love my own children. And I, and I think I'm, I think I'm a pretty good mom. And I really, you know, as I talked about before with you, um, I wanted to be part of somebody's life like this. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be responsible for, for somebody else's life. And, um, and, you know, so, yes, now I have two children. I have two humans that I care for. <laughs> I wasn't going to read this, but, I mean, it, it's so funny read to it. me. What uh, is it? On Instagram, you'd mentioned. This is my latest Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna lie, did have a moment today of what the am I doing? I mean, most of my friends' kids are grown. I'm at home getting barfed on, peed on, and pooped on. I mean, on a daily basis. I mean, you make it sound so glamorous, Michelle. <laughs> uh, it's true. Uh, wait, did you are you are you gonna read the rest? You know it, uh, unless you know what yeah. it is, because it might be funnier to hear. Well, I don't know. It might be funnier to hear you say it. Okay, it says. Wait. You say it. You say, I want to hear it from you. Sure. Uh, it starts off with the most of my pals are having expensive dinners and taking vacations. Lord, for me, that's not going to be for a while. And truly, let's be honest. <laughs> the only penis I'm going to be seeing for the next six months is my son's. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for God's sake, it's true. And, you know, let me clarify, you know, and then I did say, but he's chewy, isn't he? You know, and I'm <laughs> not is. complaining. Yeah, by this, I'm not complaining one bit. You know, I did have a moment, but you have to be honest about the moments you have as a mother. You have to be honest about the moments you have as a wife and the moments you have um, in a marriage. I mean, my God, I, I remember I was dating this one guy. I digress, but I was dating this one guy years ago, and all my friends were all like, oh, my marriage is perfect. My marriage is perfect. And so whenever my boyfriend would fuck up, like boyfriends do, people do, I would be like, well, I mean, look, I don't have what my friends have. And then cut to, cut to later on after I'd broken up, I saw, uh, peeked into their marriages and saw they did, t- they did have problems too, but they weren't being forthcoming. So... I feel like it's really important to be honest. And, and as a mother, you love your kids, you love your family, but you, I mean, my God, you, um, you have moments of like, what am I doing? Oh God, why am I doing this? I'm horrible at this. Um, and, and look at my bratty kid or whatever. And, you know, and I had a moment, I had a moment yesterday where I was just like, Oh my God, what have I done? And, um, you know, but, 
then you get over the moment. But it is true, you know, I, I honestly don't think, I think the only penis I am going to see for the next six months is my son's. And I think that mothers will understand that, you know, the first year is pretty brutal of, you know, it's um, all these stages. It's just, it's a lot of caretaking and it's chewy and wonderful and beautiful. And um, I wouldn't change anything for the world, but, but, and it's not be, and also I'll go back to, because I said this to Ryan Pavey and he was like, oh, people will still find you attractive. And it's not that. It's not that I think, oh, no one's going to want me want to date me because I have a kid. Although they, um, a man might not want to date me because I do smell like barf most of the time, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but it's because my head isn't there. You know, my head is so in my kids right now, and my head is so in, you know, taking care of my my children. You know, like today I was talking to Laura Wright, and we were talking about our kids and. And I, and we were both getting our makeup done at the same time. And I realized, as she was telling her story, I realized I had forgotten to tell my mother, because my mother took my daughter to school today. I uh, forgot to tell my mother that her violin was, her new violin was by the front door. So therefore, you know, she went to school without her violin and she's taking violin classes. And I was like, oh God. So of course I, I get on the phone. It hasn't been done. I leave work, I have to drive home, then drive way over to the school to get drop off the violin, then drop, you know, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. No, but that brings up your hashtag that I see you use on occasions, hashtag doing it as a single chick. Doing it as a it's, single chick, yeah. It's interesting because I remember, and this is, you know, going way back in, in time to the olden days, I remember being one of the only kids in school, as long as I could, I mean, almost up until high school, where my parents were divorced and I was being raised by my mom. And there, yeah, was, a certain, yeah. there was a certain stigma to that back then. Yeah, now I think yeah. it's flipped on the other side. And there is something to be said for someone, uh, and there are, there are dads who do this as well, but there is something to be being said for putting your kids first and sort of you know, saying, you know what, I'm going to put some of my stuff on pause for a moment, whether it's vacations or seeing penis or whatever it might be, uh, <laughs> and focusing on the kids. I mean, that is, you know, regardless of what many people think, it's, it's very commendable, I would say. Oh, well, that's really nice. But yeah, I mean, a lot of men do it too. I, I have a couple male friends who, um, uh, oh, how funny, someone is calling me from Phoenix. How weird, isn't that? All right. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, there are a lot of there are a lot of um, men who do this too. I, I do. I have a couple uh, uh, guy friends who who are you know they had a, a kid with a girl that they're not with, and you know they're just they're doing what they can to raise their kid and. And it means really putting their own thing aside and everything's fresh for the kid. I mean, that's what you do. I mean, that's, that's life. That's life. And there's, there's beauty in that, actually. I mean, I think that, um, you know, the, I don't know. There is just, it just, I mean, how many great dinners can you have, Dan? How many great glasses of wine can one have? <laughs> No, it's it's actually true. I, I forget what I was reading. Uh, you know what? It actually may have been the other day on 
the talk, uh, talk show on CBS. Uh, I believe it was Sharon Osbourne and Sarah Gilbert were talking about that. And they'd said almost identical to what you said, that at some point in time, you realized that going to the party to be photographed as being at the party isn't as important as being home, uh, whether it's with your kids or whether with a partner, whether it's by yourself, just in your home, that, you know, at some point in time, it's just, that's no longer cute. That's no longer the way to be. There, there are other things to do. Oh, it would make me really sad. I'll tell you, I'd be a very sad woman right now. I'd be a less exhausted woman, but I'd be a very sad woman right now if I didn't have my children. I can see that. Uh, I can yeah. definitely see that. I have to ask, though, now that there is a third member of the family, how did your daughter handle being a big sister? How was the, you know the process? Was I it know. easy? Yeah, she was really great. Like, I didn't make it. I made it all three of us, right? Now there's all three of us, and how great is this, and it's a family. And she was very excited about that. She was very excited about having more of a family. She loves it. She loves being a big sister. She wanted a, uh, a little sister. And in the beginning, when I told her she was going to have a little brother, she asked if I could bring him back, if I could change it. And I was like, God, you know, sorry, I can't. And... So, you know, she dealt with that, but she's, she's really wonderful. She plugged his nose once and, and, um, then the other night she sat on his head and, but besides that, it's all good. Well, you know, I, I have a, a a friend who is one of four and I believe if I have the story correct, um, there, when the fourth one came along, the three oldest <laughs> conspired to put the baby in the, the bathtub, thinking that it would go down the drain or put it in the dryer. Uh, you know, there's that initial period of, <laughs> I guess, of, oh, what's really going on here? We got a nice thing going on. But I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Uh, I have a feeling she's probably going to be protective of him as they get older. I can see that. Yeah, she is. She's going to be, they're both going to be buds. You know, they're just, he loves her. She does shows for him every Saturday morning, and he laughs so hard. It's so cute. Like, he'll just laugh. She'll do stuff, and he'll, he'll laugh, which I think is, like, it's so beautiful. It's so, it's so cool. The whole thing is so cool. It's, it's exhausting, and it's a lot, and it can be at times overwhelming for me being a single parent, but it's, for the most part, pretty extraordinary. And there are, really there are photos for folks who want to see some of these things. They can go to your Twitter or Instagram. They are both the real Stafford. They can find uh, all sorts of fun things there uh, if they want to go and poke around while we're talking. I have to ask, you know, with all of these things and certainly more things that we're going to be talking about coming up in the rest of the show, what do you do with your, I'm using air quotes here, what do you do with your free time if you have such a thing at this point in your life? Um, I guess any free time is really spent with my kids, to be honest. Um, that's, I mean, that's, that's the only free time I have. Um, uh, God, I mean, that's it. I, I don't, I don't do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what free time is. I hear people talking about it. So I, I figured, you know, maybe someone else would know, but I'm with you. I, I, I know, right? Yeah, um, I do have to mention, I, I mentioned this a bit at the top of the show, you 
have fit into a story for folks who know I, I moved back in October, have a new house. Um, and I know. You figure into this new house, and you don't even know it, I, I don't think, at this point in time. So no let way. me regale you with a little bit of story here. Two in the morning, maybe three in the morning, in oh, some sort of pajama attire. I had to take out the trash. Uh, I mean, the hair was crazy, had glasses on. They were probably crooked. Wandered out, I figured oh, it's trash. At three in the morning you did this? At three in the morning? Well, that's, that's my normal going to bedtime. Uh, oh, kind oh, of. oh, Okay. So I was taking the trash out and wanted to get it out there. And of course, someone starts walking down the street. It's a woman walking her dog, and she wants to come up to talk. And I'm thinking, oh. Wow, at three in the morning. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. At three in the morning. First of all, walking her dog. Okay, continue. I mean, I was taking out the trash. I wasn't really in a place to judge at the particular point in time. So. So she says to me, she goes, I saw you and Phyllis. Oh, Jesus. When? When I'm we like, were shopping? I'm like, who is, like, oh, wait, who is, is it me, Phyllis? Phyllis? I'm like, who is Phyllis? Just assuming. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, I saw you and, you and her talking on the red carpet. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, mm. I got it. I'm like, Michelle Stafford. Got and of course... I wasn't really in the in the, the wherewithal to do it, but I started to explain to her that you you know not Phyllis anymore, Nina. I, I don't know why. I just it opened my mouth and it came out. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So she says she was she saw an article about me in the paper and then went on and was googling and saw our red carpet conversation and she saw that you know we were chatting and then yes. she says to me, "Do you know her?" I'm like, "Well, you saw me talking to her." <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, of course. of course. She goes, "Have you met her?" I'm like. Yes, I've met oh, her. Lord. You saw the, you saw the video. Um, but that's, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm like, well, what are you going that to? That is so funny. She goes, is she coming to visit? I'm like, no, no one's coming yeah. to visit. No one likes me. Well, I can't tell her yes. She'll be camped out outside looking for you. <laughs> so I can never come over? Of course you can. We'll just, we'll censor her. Of course, you, you, the three of you have an open invitation. You can have your own little guest suite. Thank You'll you. never have to see me. It'll be amazing. Listen, the Kroll Manor looks really beautiful around Christmas. I'm just going to say. It was, I mean, except for the three feet of snow. I don't know how you'd feel about that. Oh, that's great. I love it. What it has, I love it has your, Christmas. Has your daughter even seen that kind of snow? Not three feet. No, okay. never. Is she even three feet tall with the snow cover? I don't know. Really <laughs> yeah, no, she is. She's so tall. Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll work on some snow. Uh, we'll we'll okay, come up good. with something. Okay, good. Work on it, and then we'll come in. That'll be great. So I have to ask, and I'll tell you during a break, there's an even stranger story about someone showing up at my door before. Oh, Let's right. talk about the other stuff that keeps you busy. You are now also an entrepreneur. You're doing all sorts of entrepreneurial stuff, developing products, potentially coming up with, I hear word on the street, maybe some clothing, some other things. No. What, what are you up to over there? You're doing all sorts of things. No. It's really great. I wanted to do this for a while, right? And then I met a couple people who had some ends to some companies to work with, right? And then I started just kind of calling around and seeing um, a good chemist to work with and found someone and told them exactly what I wanted to do. And then we came up with some products together, 
um, based in coconut oil because coconut oil is really a miracle oil. And a lot of people think it's like coconut butter or cocoa butter, totally different thing. This is oil of the coconut, pure 100% organic coconut oil. The biggest thing is like I researched so much, and I think I said it in a recent interview with um, Julian Bowe mm-hmm. at Daytime Confidential, where, you know, my sister had breast cancer, and there are so many carcinogenic substances in our beauty products, in um, our, our cleaning products, and in our food that... And I, and I thought, you know, how could we, how could women, men too, um, put something on their face that's supposed to make us look young, um, but there are so many chemicals in, the, in it that are actually making us look old. It's so bizarre to me. It didn't make any sense. So I wanted to create my own product. And I'll tell you, it's really fun. It's a, it's a lot of work. I mean, my goodness, it's tremendous work. But it's a lot of fun, too. And I just really want to stay um, honest about the products. I really want to have products that have integrity, that really work on women. We've gotten insanely good feedback. And right now, um, somebody, uh, a company has partnered with me to make even a bigger company. And so we're closing down Coco Lux, and in six weeks, we're launching our new company with this new, um, with the, the new group, right, my new partner, and, um, but with the same coconut oil-based products and the same organic products. It's going to be really the same products, but a couple cool things added into them. So people were very upset, and they were like, wait a second, I love the eye cream, I love it, and, but we're still going to have the eye cream, we're still going to have the moisturizer, we're still going to have the coconut oil, but we're, we're adding like seven more products the mix seven more products well that's one of the things that I, I think people when they hear organic and they hear uh, you know a lot of the terms floated around they think okay that's really great and well and good but Michelle I don't have two hundred dollars to spend on a face cream and to I that you, you say you say how inexpensive our products are exactly I, it's what I let yeah. people know I'm like listen don't be thrown by the fact that it says organic uh, you know here's a link go and check it out and the people are like, oh wow, you know, I was I was expecting it's she's a, a daytime star, she's an Emmy winner. I was expecting these products to cost hundreds of dollars, and they don't, which is great. No, my gosh, not at all, not at all. We have huge sale right, right now to Amazon, so every anybody listening, go to Amazon and buy up uh, our remaining products. But yeah, I wanted to make it affordable. I really want to make it affordable. I didn't want to. I didn't want to charge a lot. I didn't want to do that because I wanted people to, I would rather a bunch of people, um, uh, you know, get it and share it with their friends, a bunch of people use it than a few people use it and make more money. You know what I mean? Like my Mm -hmm. intention of doing it isn't first and foremost to make money. I mean, of course you want to make money for your hard work, but. You know, it's to put these great products out and for people to to feel good about how they look. It's really, it's very, very fulfilling when when people write to me and say, oh gosh, the scar on my face is going away and it's never gone away before. I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's pretty incredible. We have a lot more to talk about with Michelle Stafford, but it is about that time to take a quick commercial break. So everybody stay tuned. Keep it right where it is. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. 
with more of this week's episode of Crow Call. Stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Hey, so fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? Well, for 20 years now, soap fans have looked no further than SoapCentral.com. Every day, SoapCentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. You can take a peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews or share your thoughts with other soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll know who slept with who, who's related to who, and of course, who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, there are exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much, much more. So whether you're watching The Young and the Restless, Days of Our Lives, General Hospital, or The Bold and the Beautiful, or if you're reflecting on some of the soaps that are no longer with us, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Now, let's get back to more of this week's Kroll Call. Hey, everybody, we are back with this week's episode of Kroll Call. We have Michelle Stafford hanging out here with us. Michelle, welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. We were making some travel arrangements here on Kroll Air to come and visit Kroll Manor during the commercial break, but we are back. We've got a lot of things to talk about. I have to imagine uh, that, Michelle, you are probably very familiar now with children's books. There's one that I'm wondering if you've heard of or read. Have you read Everyone Poops? Um, I have never read it, no. I'm... I'm sending this book to you. I, I'm, I I'm know gonna, of it, though. Okay. It is, to me, I don't know if it's supposed to be serious or not. It is the funniest book I have ever read. I have literally gotten uh, tears in my eyes. I have, to, I have to find a copy of this and send uh, it Oh, my God. It, that's so great. It it, it's a really, really funny story. But uh, and for those of you out there who are listening, I see that you're tweeting along. I see that you have a bunch of questions. I'm going to get to them. Don't worry. I'm going to ask some of them in just a bit. One of them, though... Uh, was interesting. Uh, you know, it, it's a sort of a weird question, but I like the intent of it. So, Michelle, I'm going to ask you, do you have a bucket list? And are, are there other things on your list uh, that you would, you know, like to do at some point? Oh, my gosh. I don't have a bucket list. I don't know. Either. Maybe I should do that. You know, I have, I, I, there are things that I want to do in my life, but I don't have it. I should write it down. I think it's a really great idea to make lists. That is a question from Wendy at Perfect Rose 2011 who wanted to know that. I have to say, I don't know that I have one either. I'm more, even though I'm not really uh, somebody who is spontaneous, I really don't do the, oh, I'd like to do this at some point in time. I just sort of wander off. I mean, I don't have to, uh, all of the things that, you know, will keep me in the house. But when I have an idea, a wild idea in my head, uh, off I go, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. 
I want to get to some GH talk because there have been a lot of questions coming up. Actually, you know, before I get to that one other question, someone uh, is missing the Stafford Project and wants to know, you know, will there be other maybe web series with you coming up? Will there be other ideas? Will they see you in other projects possibly? Well, I'll tell you, the Stafford Project doesn't die. It's not, I'll be really forthcoming about it. It's not the easiest thing in the world to sell a show. Mm. It is not the easiest thing in the world. And um, so we have someone, uh, you know, it's been a bit of a roller coaster because, you know, as I've been very, very um, uh, honest about, the, the first season of the Stafford Project was financed by me. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm not going to keep on financing my own show. I, I can't, you know, it's like I, ba- I baked really amazing chocolate chip cookies and everybody ate them, but eventually you're like, hey, you know, we got to start paying for these chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Chocolate chip cookies. I, I heard everything after chocolate chip cookies was just, womp, womp, womp. I heard chocolate there. chip <laughs> chocolate chip cookies, and that was it. That was that was all I heard. No, I, I do get that. Uh, you know, yeah, it, it's sort of, you have to determine yeah, whether to, something, yeah. Somebody else has to pay for it. And, like, the web has changed even since we, we did the staff project, but we have somebody new working with us to, um, to sell it. So we're working on it. The answer to that person's question is we're working on it. And uh, yeah. It's really go. interesting to he- to hear that, you know, and I think of, the Stafford Project, I think of, you know, the things that Crystal Chappelle has done with Venice. I think of the things that Martha Byrne has done. And it doesn't seem like it's long ago. I mean, we're talking in, the, you know, the less than 10-year period. But to see the way that online content has changed, that there are now, oh, yeah. uh, you know, original web-based television shows that are nominated for Emmys. It's, I know that I never thought that that would be possible when uh, I started Subcentral 21 years ago. I never thought that there'd be TV on the computer. Come on, that's, that's crazy talk. That's Star Trek. Yeah, but I, I, I kind of knew it was happening. And I also know that the web is just going to um, get bigger because this is the thing is, is uh, people are very creative out there. There's a lot of very, very creative uh, people and ideas and, and an audience will watch something that is well done. They'll watch something that is good and they'll watch something well done. Do you guys hear my, my son? I just feel like he's, I, oh, very, very him? quiet in the back, but you know what? That's, yeah. uh, okay, sorry. I'm going to move into another room. You don't need to move. Um, it's, it's a personal, it's, a, it's his debut. I love it. It's his debut, yes. But I think that people, audiences want to watch good storytelling. They want to watch, uh, that's what they'll watch. And so <clears throat> they'll keep on going to the web. Uh, I mean, I think I personally, you know, I watch a lot of stuff on Crackle, I watch mm-hmm. a lot of stuff on the web. I'm in love with Jerry Seinfeld's show, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. I mean, I, I watch that. I'm addicted to it. So people will watch. If they find something good, they'll watch it. And so uh, that said, um, uh, you know, great, there's great content on the web. I mean, it's just great. I mean, I think Soderbergh, what, what is the thing that he does? And it's on, oh, God, I don't know. Anyway. But uh, there's, there's just, there is great viewing out there. 
And I think, and the web isn't going anywhere. And that's, you know, how people are going to start watching TV. And folks can even check out the day's episodes of General Hospital if for some reason they miss it, if they're not able to DVD it, they can go to the Hulu, they can go all sorts of places to find this. And in just, gosh, it's under two months now, you will be celebrating your two-year anniversary as Nina on General Hospital. Two years. I think May 1st. Yeah, it, it's sort of crazy. I mean, well, that was from the you know the very sneaky uh, smuggle you in in some sort of laundry bag so you could tape your scenes kind of thing uh, a little bit later before you made your regular appearances. But two years, it seems to have gone really fast. Yeah, I know, right? It 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 seems fast and it seems long, hmm. but mostly fast, mostly fast. For folks who are listening, who maybe we want to get them watching General Hospital, if they're thinking, yeah, you know what, I haven't checked it out, but I'd really tune in to see what Michelle is up to. What's been going on in Nina's world? Let's do like a 60-second, 30-second summary of everything uh, that's going on in her world to, to bring folks well, up to date. Nina, okay, well, Nina's working at Crimson. They revived Crimson, and uh, Nina's been working at Crimson, and Julian just hired her to, to um, crash the magazine, and she's made it a huge success, ruining Julian's plan. So he keeps on trying to sabotage the magazine, but it doesn't work. Nina keeps on making all the mistakes uh, turn into successes. And that's kind of fun. She and Franco are very much in love, but they're two very damaged people. So uh, they're, having, I don't, they're having some hard times in their relationship. And... Um, he, she wants kids because that was taken away from her, and he doesn't want children, although he has um, a love for Elizabeth's child, which is now bringing he and Elizabeth close. And, um, and so it's all very interesting. It is, and I like the fact that with this sort of latest story, it brings a whole new group of characters and actors into your orbit. That's kind of fun. Yeah, you know, I didn't realize that I was on an island, but I kind of was. I mean, I was in the, my character was in the mental institution for a better part of the first year. <laughs> and she was with, um, you know, Silas and, and uh, her mother and Franco. And that's pretty much it. Uh, that's pretty much it. Like, we weren't really part of the party. And so we're, we're, Franco and Nina are, are becoming um, very much a part of the party. What I, I saw in the tweet that you were telling folks that you were going to be on here, that you were going to, you know, talk about yourself and talk about your wonderful co-stars. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to well, what rave do you want, about... Do you want to ask about any? I mean, I can talk about them uh, a lot. I'll let you talk uh, about it. This is uh, that's this is your you're the special oh, guest. No, but I will you need let you... to ask me. You need to ask me. I, I mean, who do you want to know about? Okay, so we've already talked about Roger Howarth and how wonderful he is. Let's talk about, and we'll get back to him too, because I think so many people are are really fascinated by the Franco and Nina dynamic in that uh, they've had a very interesting relationship, and it's uh, I want to say it's sort of unlike. Any relationship that that we've seen in daytime where, uh, you know, the the dynamic of one wanting to have a child and the other not, it's not the same 
reasons that we've seen before where maybe someone didn't want it to interfere with their uh, with their career this right. is this is actually really fairly deep in in a character wondering if you know what am I really the kind of person who should be trusted with the care of a child that's that I think a lot of people probably in the real world can maybe relate to that sort of dilemma oh sure sure I think they can too I mean it's very real that he would he would say I, I don't want to pass on uh, my DNA I don't want to pass on uh, who I am to to someone else that's unfair I mean I it's a, it's very real and it's very real that she would think that's ridiculous because she doesn't see him like that. She doesn't see, she doesn't see the serial killer. <laughs> she doesn't, um, she's just so in love with him and she doesn't see any of his, his um, faults or weaknesses. She just loves him for him. So it's something that she can't understand. I think it's, I think it's really great. I, I think it's um, a very real, it's very real. Let's talk about some of the new characters who are sort of in the orbit. We have Maxie, played by Kirsten Storms. It's fun to watch the dynamic. Um, you know, for a long time, Maxie was sort of the kooky one. And now we have Nina, who we wouldn't think of her having a lot of business expertise at all. Somehow she's landing on her feet. I'm liking the dynamic between uh, the two characters. I do, I do, too. I love my little Kirsten Storms. Like She's the greatest. And I love working with her, and we laugh all the time. And um, the other day, I did a thing where I went to go sit on the chair, and the chair wasn't there. And and I looked over at her, and she had to turn away because she was laughing so hard within the scene. And we continued on. I don't know where the camera was, but I don't know if, I, if the camera caught that she had to look away. Um, uh, but it was. I mean, we just laugh all the time, and. And the kookiness uh, works for both of them. They're insouciant. You know, they're both pretty insouciant. They're, they're, they don't see problems. They see solutions. And I think it's, and, and Dylan keeps them grounded. <laughs> I was just going to mention Robert Palmer Watkins, who is following along on the Twitter machine, may even be listening. So we'll talk about him as well. Oh, my gosh. We, he and I shot the greatest scenes today. Oh, my God. So, so fun. I can't wait for people to see them. I think they're going to air, oh, God, sometime in April. I don't know when. We'll try to figure that out. We will give folks a heads up so they can make sure to tune in and find out exactly. April, oh, I'll tell you when. I'll tell you. I actually, okay. it's the weekend, the 18th. April 18th, right. I believe. Yeah. There we go. We'll make sure that uh, folks will check out and see exactly what was going oh. on. You know, Lord have mercy. <laughs> uh oh. The question that I have based on what's already gone on with this story is there ever going to be an, uh, an edition of Crimson that comes out that isn't green or that isn't, you know, boxes of single pages? Uh, I mean, it, sound, it makes can, me. I can tell you, I can tell you, yes. Oh, yes, thank goodness. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. Uh oh. Okay, well, good. <laughs> I like the idea because I got to tell you, uh, you, I, you know, I don't 
put that much thought into the fact all my stuff is digital. It's it's there. It's on the internet. Yeah. But watching this, thinking, I like, oh my goodness, I am so glad that I don't have to put out a print copy of something because it would probably drive me nuts. I would be so concerned yeah. that you know the the wrong picture, the wrong caption. Uh, but it's funny watching someone else have that issue. I got to tell you, very cool. It's very funny. I mean, I think it's very creative. I think that they they were very creative with that, with the whole green thing and and the pages being dropped out of the sky. I mean, I think it was very fun. I just kept, uh, when I heard that, I had to stop. I tebowed it back and thought, they're all going to get locked up. This is going to be the end of the magazine. They're going to get arrested for, for littering. And that was initially when I heard it. Uh, and I think, okay, well, thank goodness, uh, you know, they're they're going to be able to continue. They're not going to end up in jail because you've spent enough time yeah. isolated in in a room where you weren't really allowed to leave. So good, glad with that. I have to yeah. also ask about William Devry being able to share some scenes with with Julian on screen. Um, he was funny. I remember the first time I ever met him was I think when he was on All My Children. He was walking the red carpet at the Emmys and came up. And said, "Oh, those shoes are shoes are Kenneth Cole, aren't they?" I was like, "Yes." <laughs> and he smiled like he. I don't know. You know, that was the first experience, and subsequent have been as well. He's very observant. He seems to be very much watching, even on his Twitter feed. He seems to be very much in tune with what's going on around. Yes, he's a really great guy. He's a really great guy. Um, I, I, Nina and Julian. It's a very interesting thing. It's becoming more interesting. We have some really cool stuff coming up, he and I. Um, yeah, I mean, I like where that sort of partnering relationship, you know, business partners or whatever it is, um, it's, it's really, really cool. We had some scenes that we shot that are, oh, gosh, I don't know when they're going to air, maybe the first week of April, where it was very Hepper and Tracy, very fast, boom, 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 boom. And, and I said to him, I said, these are kind of Hepper and Tracy. And he went, I agree. And, and we really, we tried. I mean, listen, I'm not going to, I'm not going to compare what we did, you know, um, Spencer Tracy and <laughs> Catherine Hepper. Okay. <laughs> I'm not doing that for sure. But it, it was that kind of um, fun dynamic, and, and that was cool. But I don't want the Julexis army to come down on me. Listen, they were just fun scenes. It's going nowhere. Everyone can relax, that Julexis army. But, but I have to say that it's such an interesting response when, you know, we hear a lot about how television is being geared now. Everyone wants to talk about the, you know, the under 20s. They're the future. They're everything. They're the advertising. And not to, to you know, play favorites here, but there are two sets of romantic interest on GH that seem to get a lot of play with hashtags and Twitter. And they are... Alexis and Julian and Nina and Franco. And they're, you know, sorry to say, you know, they're, they're not under 20. We're not 20. That's all you have to say. We're not 20. <laughs> You're not 20. And that's not, you know, like, that's interesting that people are willing to embrace love regardless of who's in the story. I like that. Well, you know, when I watched Daytime, when I was, my God, when I was like 15, 14, right? I. I wasn't necessarily interested 
and the young people. I mean, I watched Ryan's Hope, and I really loved Seneca and Jillian. And they were, you know, in their 30s or 40s. And I think that if it's two people who really have an interesting dynamic together or two characters that have an interesting dynamic together, um, people will watch. And and, uh, if there's a spark, people uh, would be interested in that. And I think that I like uh, Drew Lexis. I like the dynamics of it. I like that this there's this ball-busting lawyer and this guy who's in the mob. It's wrong that they would be together, but you want to see them together. And then with uh, Nina and Franco, I mean, these are two, for lack of a better word, uh, lunatics, you know, like really damaged, damaged souls, and they have this gorgeous love story, this romantic love uh, between them. I think that that's really interesting, too. And, um, you know, I think all the couples on the show are really interesting. I love yeah. um, Carson, and I love that there's so much history there, and they can't seem to not be together. And you just know, you just know fights are, are a coming for them, and you know that they'll be huge, and you know that his, his work in the mob will always be a problem in their relationship. And you also know that, you know, Jason is with, now he's with Sam, but you know, okay, there's still Elizabeth over there, and there's always been Elizabeth for Jason, too. And, that, and I know that those, those liaisons and the um, J-Sams fight a lot, and, and, but it's, it's very passionate. You know, people are very passionate about their favorite couples, and I think, I think when people are passionate, that means you're doing something right as an actor. I agree with actor. that. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. I want to know if your work with the, the fictional magazine on General Hospital's Crimson, I want to know if that has bled over into the real world. So I have a couple of magazines, Michelle, okay. that I'm going to ask yeah. you to tell me if you think they're real or if they are fictional made up oh. on soaps. The I first love one. Well, okay. <laughs> we'll see. Lighthouse <laughs> Digest was a magazine on Guiding Light. Is that true or false? False. You are correct. It was, it's a real magazine, but it was not on Guiding Light. Second one, <laughs> Tempo. Is that real or is that fictional? That was uh, fictional on a soap. You are correct. It was on All My Children. Yeah. Here's, here's another one. This one should be easy. Restless Style. Is that real or fictional? It was fictional on Young and the Restless. You are correct. Yeah. The Potato Review. Is the Potato Review real or fictional? I want to say it's real. <laughs> it is. It's a whole magazine about <laughs> potatoes. Uh, there's I also love one. It. There's also one called Sheep with an exclamation point. Um, but that just didn't seem to work. And honestly, I didn't want to know what that was about. And the last cool. one, Bella. Is Bella a real magazine, or is it a soap magazine? Oh, I think it's a soap magazine. You are correct. I'll give you bonus points if you know what oh soap it's Oh, my gosh. On. Dan, I've gotten 100%. You I'd have. Like Do you know the soap? Uh, uh, for Bella? Yes. Just curious. I, uh, well, well, I knew Tempo was all my children. Um, but Bella, oh, Lord, gosh. Sands. I, it's on an ABC soap, am I correct? It was on Days of Our Lives. 
Oh, it was on Days of Our Lives. Okay. All right. Still 100%. I'm still fine with that. That was still very impressive. I think if you're out there, give yourselves uh, some applause on the Twitter machine for Michelle. She did go five for five on that one. That's pretty good. I did. I did. Thank you very much. We are coming up to almost the end of the show, so I have to ask this one because, you know, it's something that I always think about when I do an interview. You have probably done a squillion interviews from the time that you were on The Young and the Restless till now being on General Hospital. You've probably been asked every imaginable question. What would people be surprised to know about you after all of this time of seeing you in the public? Is there anything left that you think people would be surprised to know about you? You know, I think people are always surprised to know this, that I don't drink alcohol. I think that this one really, and I'm not trying to be a Pollyanna by saying this, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't not drink it. You know, if somebody has a really great glass of red wine, I'll go for it and, you know, have it at a dinner party. But I'm not a big alcohol drinker. I'm just not. And, um, I don't particularly think I'm better with alcohol. It doesn't make me relaxed. Um, it doesn't, I don't think I'm funnier. It just gives me a headache. It just makes me sick when I drink it. I don't particularly love the taste. So I really just don't drink it. And I, a lot of times people will be like, um, you know, because I'm kind of like, seem to be somewhat of a party girl and they think with that comes, you know, alcoholic beverages. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think that that still, like, kind of surprises people for some reason. We'll, we'll have Laura Wright hook you up with some of her wine, and we'll, we'll see if that I've, changes. I, yeah. I don't drink. <laughs> we only have about a minute left. We have, she came uh, over and got me drunk on her wine. It's very good, by the way. Standing sun. <laughs> we will make sure people know where to find that as well. We have about... 45 seconds or so. Please let everybody know where they can find you, where they can get more information about your products and all the other stuff that you're up to. Where, can, where do they need to go? Well, on social media, I'm The Real Stafford. Um, and uh, the beauty products are cocolux.com, C-O-C-O-L-U-X-E.com for now. And next week, I'm, we're going to announce the name of the new company. And what else? What else, Dan? I think that's it. Maybe, hopefully, they'll see you in another video. Maybe if you hit the Emmys this year, do the red carpet, track me down. If not, we'll, uh, I'll track yeah. you down, and we'll make, our, okay. we'll make a we'll video anyway. Okay, we'll down. Sounds good to me. I, I it's guess a pleasure to be, to be on your show. I love having you here. I love chatting with you. We have, could easily do a lot more, but unfortunately for now, everybody, we are out of time. If you missed any part of today's show, if you want to hear it again, if you want to share it with your friends who didn't get a chance to listen, please go to CrollCall.com and do so. Michelle, thank you so much for being here. I think we may have lost her. She may have Oh, did you lose the- me? Oh, no, you're there. All right. I just was saying thank you so oh. much for being here. For those of you, stay tuned. We'll be back next week with a new show. Until then, thanks for listening. Yay!